Open your Bibles with me to Galatians chapter 4. Galatians chapter 4 for an opening few verses that will direct our minds toward the wonderful subject that we have this morning from the first verses of Romans 7. I'd like to read the first six verses. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because ye are sons, God hath sent forth the Spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Amen and amen. These verses are not describing the transition of a child of God from an unregenerate state to a regenerate state. It is describing the progress of the church of God from the old covenant to the new covenant. The last number of verses in chapter 3 describe us before faith came, or, or the object of faith, the Lord Jesus Christ. Before the gospel came, telling us of Christ, we were under a schoolmaster as the church of God. Not as individuals, because thanks be to God, we were born in the 20th century. And so we weren't raised under that covenant. But as the church of God, we were under that covenant, under a schoolmaster for 1,500 years to drive us to Christ. And this fourth chapter takes up a slightly different analogy and compares a child that is the heir of a large inheritance to servants. That while he's young, while he's childish, while he's immature, there's no difference. He's treated very much like a servant. He's under tutors and governors, which is the prophets of the Old Testament, bringing the church of God along in its state of darkness before the glorious light of the gospel of Christ was shed abroad upon them. Verse 3, even so we, when we were children, that is the immature early stages of the church of God. Even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. That is not the unregenerate's slavery to sin. That is the law of Moses. The bondage is the law of Moses. As it goes on to describe, that's what we were delivered from. The elements are elementary education of the world because the Old Testament was a carnal, beggarly, earthly form of religious worship as opposed to a heavenly, spiritual, internal form of worship. It was the rudimentary, elementary education of the church of God until 2,000 years ago when the Lord Jesus Christ came and made manifest the glorious gospel of Christ. And so in the fullness of time, that is 1,500 years after Mount Sinai, in the fullness of time, God sent His Son, made of a woman, we know her name, 
made under the law, thanks be to God that there was someone that could take that law on in both hands and defeat it for us and suffer its penalty for us, as the 13th verse of the previous chapter tells us, he suffered the curse of the law by hanging on a tree for us. And so we have the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. It is why we are assembled today. It is why we call ourselves Christians, because we are in a new dispensation. And it's been here for 2,000 years now, and that 2,000 years is about to be wrapped up with the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he has shed abroad in our hearts his love for us by giving us his spirit that causes us to cry, Abba, Father. Such a huge difference. When you look at your Bible, fully three quarters of your Bible or more is Old Testament. And we are in the New Testament. We are in the better part of the Bible. It may be larger for the Old Testament, but those poor people did not have the hope. They did not have the spiritual enablement. They did not have the glory. They did not see the Christ as clearly as we see him because he's been here for us. And we want to rejoice today in everything that you can read in that Old Testament that you have not kept perfectly. Jesus Christ kept it perfectly for you. He died to release you from the claims of the law. Because the law cannot extend beyond the grave. And Paul's going to make that argument for us in Romans chapter 7. May the Lord bless us to be thankful that we are indeed heirs of God. That's what the seventh verse said, that we're heirs of God. God is going to give us an inheritance, and we're actually, in some respects, going to inherit Him, because we're going to be with Him for eternity. May the Lord bless us as we worship Him this morning. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be Thy glorious name. O Lord Jehovah, our Father, we thank Thee through Jesus Christ our Lord that we have received the adoption of sons by Your predestinating grace. And Heavenly Father, we thank Thee that because we are sons, You have sent forth the Spirit of Your Son into our hearts, whereby we now cry, Abba, Father. Heavenly Father, the dread God of the Old Testament who has not changed in character or nature, has changed the form of worship for us in the New Testament. For we have seen our Savior, and we have been given great hope. Therefore, we use great plainness of speech. Our Father, we thank Thee that You have chosen us Gentiles to be grafted in to the olive tree of the household of God and the household of faith. We thank Thee that You have made one of twain a new man, that Jew and Gentile, with the distinction and the walls broken down, can worship Thee together through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee that we are no longer under a schoolmaster, but we pray this day we might come into Thy school of the New Testament and be taught of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us rejoice in Him who loved us and gave Himself for us, to redeem us from the claims of the law. We thank Thee that we have had its dominion broken by His perfect life and His substitutionary death that we might stand before Thee in legal holiness and legal righteousness seen by You in His perfect obedience. Our Father in Heaven, we rejoice for this opportunity 
to worship Thee. And we pray that by the power of that Spirit that You have poured out upon this dispensation, that You will bless us to hear, to understand, and to bear fruit in our lives from Your Word. We thank Thee for the glorious light of the Gospel of Jesus Christ. And we pray that we might live worthy of His glorious name. Father, forgive us our sins. Heavenly Father, to whom a man yields himself in obedience, that is his master and we his servant. And we have yielded ourselves to the Lord Jesus Christ to be bond slaves of our Savior. But forgive us where we have failed. Forgive us where we have flirted with the world, the enemy of thine. Forgive us where we have been slothful and turn our hearts in this hour directly unto Thee. Help us, Heavenly Father, to set our affection on things above and not on things on the earth. We thank Thee for all that Thou hast done for us. We thank Thee for the things that You have done for us in the past week. We trust Thee for the things that we shall need in the future. And we bless You in advance, knowing that Your faithfulness will sustain us and preserve us and prosper our way according to your perfect will. Our Father, we pray that you would preserve our nation, that we might continue to have the liberties and freedoms that we do in this hour, to follow thee according to the Scriptures without fear of civil punishment. We pray that you would yet preserve those liberties and that you would preserve America for the sake of the righteous that live within her, that they and their children might continue to worship Thee with godliness and quiet lives. Heavenly Father, help us to this end. We, O Lord, adore Thee. We come before Thy holy presence, and we extol Thee, and we bless Thee, and we praise Thee, and we magnify Thee. Heavenly Father, help us in this hour, by the sanctifying grace and mercy of the Holy Spirit, that our worship will be acceptable in thy sight. We want to lift thee up and glorify thee, and we want to lift up thy Son, our Savior. Help us to do so. Let every heart, every sincere heart, Heavenly Father, that you have regenerated by the power of the Holy Ghost, rejoice in Jesus Christ, their Savior. Rejoice in the hope of the Gospel. Rejoice in learning more this day of how we can conform our lives to please Thee more perfectly, and bear fruit unto our God. Help us to this end. Now be with us, Lord, for we enter into our worship, trusting Thee and calling upon Thee and boldly coming before Thy great and high throne. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Amen.